0: Welcome back to an episode of Chalk Talk. We first want to start off by saying Happy New Year. You know, there's a lot to get excited for in year 2021. and We'll break down some important questions that pertain to the new year. But before we get to that, we start today's episode with two guests, Troy Livermore and Jeremy Snyder. Earlier this week, Troy analyzed the Buffalo Bills and gave his overall thoughts about their season. And then Jeremy gave a recap of Penn State football. So here's our conversations with them. All right, we're here with Bills fan, Bills Mafia fan, Troy Livermore. Troy, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, man? Pretty good, pretty good. All right, so tonight Troy's just going to give us a little breakdown of uh, the Buffalo Bills, how their season's been going, and he's going to also uh, look at the overall pick, playoff picture in the NFL as, as well as uh, give us some college football predictions. So first of all, Troy, absolutely. Bills are having a really good season. Right yep, now they're absolutely. second seed in the AFC. So yeah. what are your overall thoughts on on the Bills so far this season?
1: I think they've had one of the best – well, they've obviously had one of the best seasons in, like, 25 years. Right. I mean, I think, like, the beginning of the season, probably to, like, week seven or eight, their defense really looked shoddy, like nothing like it looked last year. But, I mean, they've really turned it around since then. I'm still a little scared about our D-line and, like, Kansas City just tore up in the running game when we played them. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's probably my biggest concern. I mean, but overall – Best season in like 25 years I got nothing to complain about. Right, right. It's doing great.
0: And I was going to say from a from a Steelers perspective, I mean heck, that was that was a good that was a good game, you know. A wait what when was that? A week or two ago. That was what. Yeah, you, yeah, 2 weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, 2
1: weeks
0: ago. I was going to say that that pick 6 like, That was the turning That point. was definitely the turning point. I mean, both teams were kind of struggling on offense, but
1: Yeah, they Bills took that momentum in the half and they just ran with it in the yeah. second half. Yeah. And the Steelers did their usual, just run quick slants. Exactly,
0: off yeah, and uh, and and Diggs, Diggs got to be one of the biggest, you know, in, impacts yeah. I guess from a from a pickup like standpoint this season.
1: I mean, he's just the guy they needed because the year before they got like Brown and Cole Beasley, and they just needed like a someone over six foot right. that could go up and like get a ball. They got him and um, Davis in the draft, who I think is going to be a stud too. Yeah. I mean that's exactly what their offense needed. They just need some tall, lanky wide receivers that can go up and get
0: the ball. Exactly. Yeah. So would you say that that Diggs is probably their strongest aspect, or, or is there somebody else on the team that's uh, taking that role? I mean,
1: Josh Allen's the strongest aspect. He makes the whole like he just makes the whole offense run.
0: Right. Right. Could he? Do you see him winning a an MVP in the in the new in the near future? One. I think
1: one, in the near future. I don't think this year.
0: Right. Maybe once guys like, uh, I mean. Rodgers gets out of the league, you know, Brady, it, it's going to be, you know, Mahomes and, and Allen, maybe two best quarterbacks in, in the NFL in a couple of years here. So.
1: Yeah, I definitely think I'm – I feel like a lot of people just favor Mahomes over Allen if, like, Mahomes plays better.
0: Right, but right. I
1: don't know. Maybe if Allen puts a couple, of, like, consistent years together, then, like, people start looking at him for so, like, MVP conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. So, Allen's the strongest aspect – and you already talked about Same. their D-line maybe being the weakest. Do you think that's the weakest aspect of the Bills? I
1: think it's the least, weakest aspect. And I think their pass rush, pass rush specifically is, like, the weakest aspect. Right. I mean, the run defensive – just defense line in general, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a defense and defensive tackle would be, like, a great pickup in the draft. Probably not first round. Probably, like, probably third, fourth round. Right. Great pickup.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. So as we as we prepare for the playoffs here I mean you know you got a big game tonight with the Pats and then yep. you know a must win against the Dolphins to, to secure that second seed um who are three yep. teams that you don't want to face in the playoffs they could either be from the AFC or you know if the Bills make the Super Bowl they, that could be uh, an NFC team what, what are three teams you don't want to play
1: uh I mean first of all just chiefs right because I think in general they're still the best team in football yeah my second Baltimore is looking scary now I think they're a bit of a Bit of a good matchup against Buffalo with the mobile quarterback, right? Right, we have. I mean, Matt Milano's back, he's one of our faster linebackers. I mean, Tremaine's not the fastest, so yeah, that could be a, a weakness they could exploit. But uh, Baltimore and also out of the NFC the Buccaneers,
0: no, oh, yep, the yeah. old team don't sleep on the yeah, Troy's old team, the Bucs. don't sleep on the Bucks, man. They, they, they make, don't sleep
1: on the Bucks, they're getting on. They are, I mean, they've had a couple good wins this season, they've also look really bad against some teams.
0: Right, right.
1: But when their defense is clicking and Tom Brady's running the offense, I feel like they're just gonna be a tough one. Yeah. The Saints also,
0: I feel like could be a Okay, team. so the Saints. All right. So so I, my next guess my next question is going to be out of these three teams, what team yeah. would you want the the Bills to play in the Super Bowl? Would you rather the Packers, the Seahawks or, or the Saints?
1: Packers, Packers. By far. I think we match up great against the Packers. Their right. strong suit is their passing game. Right. We have a very strong secondary. You know, I think their defense is just a little shoddy. I think Josh Allen might be able to run all over them, get some balls up, stuff on digs. I think, it, I think that could on. I think we could slaughter the Packers.
0: Hey, the, you so know, honest. two two tough teams coming from you know snowy. Snowy areas. Snowy conditions. It's be that would be that would be a really good Super Bowl Packers and that would and Bills. be
1: a great Super Bowl like two smaller market teams too.
0: Right, and like two two fan bases who, who get after it week in and week out like that. Oh yeah. would honestly, like those be are like
1: the two fan bases on, that are most active on Twitter. Right. Yeah, I and see I, a lot I mean of Twitter heat with them. Yeah,
0: and I feel like they shouldn't even play in a warm place for the Super Bowl. That should be somewhere up no, in the cold. They
1: should move it from Tampa. Just right. Put it up in Green Bay. Put
0: it in Green Bay or maybe yeah. somewhere in Chicago or. New England. Canada. So, honestly, CSO yeah. Stadium. Just take it over in Canada. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like we said, Bills, second seed overall as of right now. Yeah. Do you see the Bills um, being the new Patriots in the AFC?
1: I, I I, mean, not right now, obviously, but I say we put five AFC championships together. I, I think you can start saying that.
0: Right, right. Like, do, do you see, you know, do you see a point where the, the Bills could rattle off, you know, four or five straight AFC champi- or? what, AFC East Championships here in the next couple years?
1: I think it's really probable. Like, the coaching staff is, like, probably the strongest part of the whole organization. Right. And I I feel like that is just – that would be huge in just winning a bunch of AFC championships.
0: Yeah. I mean – But
1: I don't know. You never know. Josh Allen, can he still sometimes scares me. Yeah. a little wild sometimes.
0: I mean, heck, the Dolphins are playing well this year too, so it's like – The
1: Dolphins are starting to look scary. That – that team I'm more scared of in the upcoming years than the Patriots
0: yeah, rebuilding. Yeah, honestly, I mean, if the, if the
1: Jets, the... they're just—I don't even think about
0: the Jets. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if if the Pats, I mean, heck, granted, the Jets just on a two-game win streak currently, so.
1: <laughs> I know that's so stupid. They should have lost. Yeah, players. I know.
0: Are Are you happy that uh, they might not be getting Trevor Lawrence now? Is that very a... happy? <laughs> I would right. take
1: Sam Darnold any day right. ever playing Trevor
0: Lawrence. Heck, yeah, or even I, I maybe saw them getting uh, Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, yeah, I'd settle for that. They could so. get him. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'd rather play Justin than Trevor Lawrence. Yes.
0: Yeah, same. Same here. Yeah.
1: So I'm pretty happy
0: with those Jets. Wins. Yeah. So I mean, if the Patriots can maybe get a quarterback, you know, their quarterback situation figured out. I mean, maybe they can, you know, can contend with the Bills for an AFC East championship. But I, I, I do think, you know, it's, it's Bills yeah. and then, heck, I'd even put the Dolphins. I mean, they're they're hot right now. So the
1: Dolphins are hot. Yeah. They're hot. It's magic. That yep. Oh yeah. The other night. Oh dude, in That case, was I couldn't.
0: That that was nuts. That
1: was insane.
0: So, uh, so we went over, you know, AFC East, and we talked a little about the Super Bowl. Can do you think the the Bills can can make it to the Super Bowl and and you know potentially win the Super Bowl this year?
1: I definitely think they can, and I definitely think they could lose first
0: round the playoffs. Uh, yeah, yeah. From a Steelers standpoint, I mean, I
1: especially if we get matched up against Baltimore.
0: Right, that right. Would... Yeah, I mean, who who knows right now? I mean, from a I was gonna say from a Steelers standpoint. You know, they could lose first round or, you know, they could make it Yeah. I mean, it'll be a tough game to beat the Chiefs or Bills, but I mean, I think they can make it to the AFC championship. But uh I mean, yeah, right okay. now you got Titans, uh, Dolphins, Browns, Ravens, and Colts. All like what? All five of those teams. Or
1: all what are they all? Like ten and they're they like 10 wins They're right all now. like
0: ten and five or something like that. And like yeah. one of those teams is gonna miss the playoffs. I mean, with just this, you know, last week here something something crazy could happen. So I mean Oh, it, you yeah. know, the Bills' first-round matchup and the Steelers' first-round matchup, like, none of those things are, you know, determined yet. So I mean, Nothing's
1: definite yet. We, I also saw a scenario where um, the Steelers and Browns, they played last week, and the Bills and Dolphins played last week. Oh, this geez. Those like, the same two matchups in the first
0: week of the playoffs. Yeah, no, yeah. Typically, like, Week seventeen's like, the, you know, maybe player starters first half and then just kind of sit just because, you know, everything's – panned out but i mean th- this this year for this sure year, maybe not it's it's It'd gonna be like you gotta play the whole game possibly so oh, yeah. um so yeah you talked a little bit about so we're gonna switch gears here to the to the draft so you talked a little bit about you know what what you might think the uh the bills might do in the in the in the draft who, who do you think uh the Bills should get who are some prospects that you uh have been looking at
1: personally you're gonna like this pick guy patrick jones
0: patrick jones all right yep the the edge rusher
1: Yep, yeah, I, I think he would just be a great um, addition to the team. They're losing Trent Murphy this offseason. I know well, he's going to be a free agent this offseason, if we lose him. So I think he could just come right in and be that type of pass rusher. He's kind of a tall, lakey kind of guy. Right. Like Trent. Um, another guy, I've, I've watched more offensive guard tape today than I probably should have. <laughs> but I like this Ben Cleveland guy out of Georgia.
0: Out of, okay, all right.
1: I love him. He always, he just looks like a Buffalo-type guy, <laughs> Buffalo-type offensive lineman right, to me.
0: Right, right, yeah.
1: I mean, most mock drafts I'm seeing, they have uh, Pat, I can't even say it, Fryenberger. Oh, <laughs> <For our laughs> <mood. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they Yeah, like all mock drafts have him going to the Bills. Okay. I mean, I like him don't love him I, I i don't really i like dawson knox a lot yeah i mean i know tyler croft he's also going to be a free agent but i don't know I, I think they stick with dawson knox for another year not commit to a tight end in the draft this right
0: year. yeah but, any, anybody else specifically or is that is that just your big board right now
1: <laughs> that's my big board <laughs> no <laughs> Um. Oh, wait, there's a tight end out of Michigan I liked. Uh, the Nick uh, Eubank.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, Eubanks, yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought he was a pretty solid. I mean, I thought he had a better 2019 highlight reel Right. Than 2020 right. so far. Yeah. Uh, but I think he could be a potential, like, late round tight end thing.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, he could be, you know, you don't have to, you know, get a get firm move there in the first round. You can maybe focus on the D-line or the offensive yeah, line. Yeah, maybe
1: get Eubank here and, like, develop
0: him. Yeah, exactly, get him, like, later yeah. on, and that would be a good – good pick for the bills so uh let's see here oh switching back super bowl predictions super bowl predictions. yeah yeah give me give me the super bowl prediction
1: i mean i gotta put the Bills
0: on. all right bills
1: and honestly i feel like it could be that Bills Packers match matchup we were talking
0: on yeah honestly I, I i think i think that that definitely could happen for sure
1: yeah i think that's I mean that's, uh, in my opinion, most likely. Also, like the Chiefs could easily be in there against the Packers. Right. I feel like the Packers are definitely going to come out of the NFC. Yeah. I've seen like some people like saying like, oh, the Seahawks' defenses got a lot better. They could make a run. I don't know. Yeah. It looks like crap against the Bills. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I mean the Saints aren't Saints aren't out of contention, but I, I do think the Packers are a complete team right now. Yeah. Me too. So, uh, what's uh? Give me a sleeper team. NFC or AFC, that could that could you know cause some havoc and and go far in the playoffs.
1: I got one, through each. All well, right, Baltimore. Okay. I don't know how much of a sleeper they are. But uh, both my hey, teams. Yeah. I don't know how much of a sleeper. Right. They're like lower-seeded players. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Baltimore, I definitely think could make a run deep in the playoffs. Yep. But also, like I don't know, they could also lose first round. Exactly. I feel like that's a team that could go either way. Yeah. And uh, I could see the Buccaneers
0: making a deep run. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, potentially those two teams could be like end up end up being the five seed, and they could they could definitely. I mean, both those teams probably could end up being you know a top three team in in the NFC and and AFC. So I mean, oh yeah. I, I think definitely definitely on the AFC side. I don't I don't think I would consider. I mean, the only two teams I think I would maybe consider. A, I guess a sleeper maybe would be from a talent standpoint um maybe it would be the dolphins and browns i mean yeah. ravens with their seed yeah i, I could definitely 100% see that being a sleeper but from the nfc i mean really the only sleeper i think over there that's like you know not a high quality team is maybe like the bears or or maybe the cardinals but
1: yeah the bears like they just confuse me in general as a football team right yeah i don't know they change quarterbacks like every half yep like their defense Plays like let, shut out defense one week. Next week they give up like forty. Like I don't
0: know. No, exactly. No, yeah. So but I mean, they,
1: they're one of those teams. Where they put it all together here for a couple of weeks in a row. They can make
0: a run. Right. So, so your two sleepers: Buccaneers, Ravens.
1: I Buccaneers, like it. Ravens. I like
0: it. They could definitely. I mean, heck, they could play in the Super Bowl for all we know. I know. I was thinking
2: about
0: <laughs> all that. these that things. Are Super like right <laughs> it's 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 crazy how like
1: it's pretty wide open right
0: honestly, now. Honestly, yeah. A lot of
1: a lot of good teams in each division.
0: Yep. So, staying with football, but we're going to switch to the college football playoffs. So, we got Alabama, Notre Dame, and we got Clemson, Ohio State. Do you like Alabama and Clemson to play in the championship? Can, can Notre Dame or Ohio State, you know, contend with those guys? Or what are your so thoughts? So, I
1: think it's going to be like the Lakers, Celtics situation. it's going situations, be Bama and Clemson again. Oh, yeah. How they play like every year. Right, right. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like Notre Dame, Bama might be like the closer game. Really? I don't know why I just have a feeling like their quarterback doesn't turn it up like over much. And like, I don't know if they can just play some rock solid defense against Bama and just move the ball down the field, field goals, just get a bunch of field goals. Right. Right. Like right.
0: That. Right. Yeah.
1: I could see that Clemson. I don't know. I-, I think Trevor Lawrence might just light up.
0: Ohio State. Yeah. 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 I could definitely, I mean, Dabo has Ohio state ranked at like 11 in, in his coaches poll. So I think both sides oh, are yeah, kind of upset with each other, but, uh, I mean, heck, that's a that's a hot take. Notre Dame h- hanging with Bama. I mean, I like it. Thanks. I like it. I mean, yeah, I personally I think, think
1: Clemson's going to win it all.
0: Though, I, yeah. I mean, I could definitely see Clemson yeah. win it all. Uh, I think Bama's going to beat Notre Dame by like three touchdowns. That's just me personally, but I mean, heck, no, yeah. yeah I mean, typically we see Notre Dame in these big time situations, they get blown out. But heck, this year, you know, their their it team, their offense, it, it's pretty it's pretty solid. I mean. Got a lot of weapons, but uh, see you like Bama, Clemson, and then Clemson national championship.
1: Clemson, I'm so sick of seeing them play in the national championship. Yeah. Can we get like Coastal Carolina versus Central Florida? Uh, I
0: mean, heck, they're they're talking about maybe. uh, I saw that some of the guys were talking about having a a group of five championship and then a power five championship.
1: That's what they should do. Something like that. Because, like in this, I would love to see those teams
0: play. Exactly, like in this system currently, if you're a you're a group of five school, you you can't get in. Yeah. Just...
1: I mean, even like uh, University of Buffalo, they had like a great season Exactly so like, There's no way they're making it to like no. The college football playoffs mm-hmm. I know they lost late, wouldn't have done then But even right. if they went undefeated, there's no way they would
0: have made it Exactly, yeah So, uh, any uh, any closing remarks For the Bills or, or anybody in general
1: Uh, I mean, I think the Bills Definitely can go and win the Super Bowl Defense just has to stay consistent Like they've been doing Josh Allen he needs to stay poised,
0: right? Talk right.
1: Wow Josh, where he's like just running outside the pocket, closing his eyes and throwing it as far as he can.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that's it. I think they can go and win the Super
0: Bowl. Well, well yeah. Super
1: Bowl champs, Buffalo Bills. So, Bills. so this isn't a
0: this isn't a one hit this isn't a one hit wonder year for the Bills. You think the Bills are, are around I, to stay I think for? This,
1: this could be a change in the franchise in general. I, I like Brandon it. Bean, and Sean McDermott. Uh, that's just a solid core to have in our know, Organization.
0: Right. Right. So, uh, well, thanks for uh, joining the podcast, Troy, and we'll see yeah, thanks uh, we'll, for having we'll, me on. we'll see if your Bills can uh, win the Super Bowl. Oh,
1: yeah. I definitely think they can.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right. We'll see you.
1: See ya. All
0: right. All right. We are here with Jeremy Snyder to give us a little, just a little recap of uh, Penn State football, uh, the current college football playoff, as well as uh, what the uh, current NFL playoff picture uh, is going to look like, and maybe some of his predictions as well. So, uh, Jeremy, how you doing? Doing
2: great, Kevin. Thanks for having me today. Oh, yeah. Appreciate great. the invite.
0: Definitely, yeah. Always welcome. So, first looking at Penn State 2020 football season. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of people had them ranked, you know, top 10. Maybe this was a year for, uh, you know, a CFP uh, appearance. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, unfortunately it didn't happen that way, and Penn State was right around 500. What uh, what what overall grade would you give this Penn State football team and uh and year?
3: Well,
2: you're definitely right there with the high expectations, and uh, I mean, <clears throat> it's no secret that it was definitely a disastrous season. I uh I gave them a D minus. I don't think it's really fair to give them an F, um, even though they definitely I feel like earned an F. I just think probably no program in the country deserves an F this year with what everything was going on. Right. But yeah, really big expectations. They are preseason seventh in the country. So I know myself, probably a lot of other fans were really thinking that if we beat Ohio state, we're probably in the playoffs this year. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> I just think with each blow they took, you know, journey Brown, getting hurt, Pat firing getting hurt. And then the, uh, the loss right out of the gate to Indiana really didn't help them.
3: Right, so uh, yeah. a
2: lot of a lot of that, I think, um, you know, the players weren't really getting to see their families. I know Franklin didn't get to really be with his. So I think there was just all of that tolling on them that probably made it a lot easier for them to give up on themselves and not really play to Penn State standards. So right, D minus because it was definitely a disappointment, but. <clears throat> don't want to give him an F because was a lot of, a lot of unforeseen circumstances. Right.
0: And I mean, with, you know, players opting out early, you know, Micah Parsons gone. Yeah. I mean, that'll definitely. definitely Which was, you know,
2: that stuff's a bummer, but you definitely can't blame them. Right. Right. They've got a future. And like, and that's like, you definitely tip your cap to like Pat for staying. Exactly. And unfortunately getting hurt. So you definitely wish him the best and hope that, he still has a nice, successful NFL career. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And Since I mean, he wanted to stick it out, but but yeah, definitely. I don't like. I don't think. I don't think this year really hurt the program. Right. right. Or set them back. I definitely you know, it didn't help.
0: That, didn't yeah. Help by
2: any stretch of imagination, but like, you know, all the, you know, like Michigan, you know, there's, there's a bunch of big programs out there that, that you know, were just off this year.
0: Right. Yeah. And it was almost kind of like a, I guess you could call it maybe like a wake up call in a sense. You know, like. Exactly. Know, do we We're have enough perfect. do we have enough guys at this position like what are we looking like for the future and um it was yeah it was definitely a disappointment early on there like when you know they started off you know winless and a bunch of games and stuff but i think i think the back back into the schedule you know they started to pick it up um maybe even you know give them maybe you know like a Maybe bump the grade up, maybe to like a C, just because of the performance from the back, and they kind of turn things around. But from yeah, an all- no, they I mean-
2: definitely, they definitely, uh, like they showed you know games against like Michigan, Michigan State later on in the year. They definitely, I, I think, realized, hey, we are, we are Penn State, no pun intended there, but you right. know, wanted to start actually playing with their ability there. I just, I really think. I think early on because I don't think it's any secret they were playing for a national championship. Right. So I think when they lost to Indiana, they realized next week is it. If we don't win, we're done. So I think once they lost that Ohio state game, I definitely think there was probably a little bit of like, well, we give up. There's nothing to play for. Right. Which, you know, is probably inexcusable, but they're humans there, you know, yeah. it's going to happen. And I think, I think they definitely did get that wake up call. So.
0: Right. And I mean, I think from an offensive standpoint, I think it's – it was just – I mean, I'm, you know, not the biggest Penn State fan. I mean, I'll watch their games, but –
2: It was very bland. they They were in the exact same – I feel like they've been running the exact same offense the entire James Franklin era. Right you hasn't changed What I mean, I feel like they're really still running the Joe Moorhead offense, even though he's not there.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: Time and time again, it's really not proof. It's proving not to work.
0: Right. I mean, I would, you know, watch the games and it just seemed like a reoccurring theme on, on third down. It was almost a little bit too predictable where it was just, you know, a quarterback draw or, right you know, like a re- yeah. kind of like a read option thing. It wasn't like uh, you know, let's put it in the air here. I mean, they, they would throw, you know, occasionally, but it wasn't like, uh, it almost they fell in that lapse of like you know oh here comes here comes a run so like i'm just gonna mm-hmm. sell out on the run here but so i mean that's definitely i mean if, if, if you were gonna have an off year t- this year would definitely be the year to to do it you know with everything yeah, that's going on no, so. that's
2: that's that's how i kind of look at it too if i would rather if, not that you ever want to see a losing season but if you're gonna see a losing season you know i'd rather it be in an eight game schedule than a 12 right and and I don't want to sit here and make excuses because you should, you know, Indiana was ready to play week one, Penn State wasn't. But exactly. like, you know, had Penn, you know, had they had a full off season, you know, to actually get ready and stuff, would it have been different? But right. like I said, you know, Indiana had the same circumstances.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah, I, another thing I want to touch, so. I pro- I didn't mention this, but also in my grading, I think another thing I wanted to mention there is they were one of two teams in the Big Ten not to have any COVID issues, which I think is another oh, yeah. another little feather in the cap to Franklin. Not you know not a little not a football issue per se, but at least keeping the program safe, which right. is always important. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, that's definitely definitely in this time definitely definitely important when you know evaluating. Um, not just from a football perspective, but overall, kind of, you know, it sets like program. the environment. Yeah, like a yeah, like a, the program. Like the, how how disciplined are you? Like you know, that's just that comes from the coaching and works down to the player. So from a discipline standpoint, I think I think they're disciplined. Um, out of all this, you know, crazy season, what what did impress you? Besides, I mean, I know you just touched on the the whole. Covid issue you know covering the, covering yeah, your yeah that nose. was
2: definitely that was one of them a couple just key standouts uh we already talked uh i want another shout out to pat Fryermuth for staying he could have opted out but stayed and the worst thing that could have happened him getting hurt so that was unfortunate but right shout out to him uh Jahad dodson i think was definitely a big upside this year mm-hmm. uh, from 2019 to 2020 he doubled his totals in receptions and yards okay so that's a little that's a little positive to take away from there Good. um yeah. also set a career high in touchdowns with eight this season so those all all nice looking forward to next season with him and then uh Kevon lee the freshman running back that mm-hmm. uh was really i think in my opinion i think my favorite thing to watch on the penn state team this year kind of came out of nowhere in my i wasn't really expecting him to be the big name running back this year it was I was thinking either, you know, Journey Brown or Noah Kane, so whenever right. both of those names got wiped off the slate, I think that was another kind of, like, where are we going to be at here, but he um, really didn't start getting a lot of action until middle of the season, mm-hmm. and uh, once he started getting some carries, he ended up being the team, team rushing leader at 438 yards, which isn't a lot, but a lot of people were carrying the ball for them, <laughs> right, <laughs> this yeah, year, especially yeah. with Clifford. Yeah. But, uh, so he led the team with, uh, 438 rushing yards and four touchdowns. So, uh, I think that's just something that he's going to build on right. next year. Yeah. Um, Devin Ford, I really think, I, I think him, Lee, and, uh, if Kane comes back healthy, like I think the running backs are, are really in a good, <clears throat> good system there. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the other little, uh, note that I had that I was impressed with, uh, out of 402 attempts between the running backs of Lee, Ford, Holmes, Kane, and Smith. And I guess a couple of, uh, carries from, uh, Sean Clifford would have been counted in here, but, uh, they didn't have any fumbles this season, Oh no, yeah. which was kind of an impressive stat because I said from week one that I thought this year was really going to be dictated on turnovers right. and, uh. They uh, threw a lot of interceptions this year, so at least they were holding on to the rock. So right. that's a positive that I'd like to take away. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would say that. And then just like you kind of even mentioned earlier, like they, they definitely started showing a little more enthusiasm and a little more of that, like, we're not going to quit mentality later on in the season. So just seeing them kind of stick together and, and not quitting and not just going and getting their doors blown in each week was, was nice.
0: Right. All right, so switching gears to, you know, what uh, what disappointed you uh, this season from Penn State?
2: Um. Well, another thing, kind of already touched on this a little bit, one of my biggest disappointments was just the offense. just Not just the lack of production, but also just the lack in just changing, just always being the exact same. Like, you're 100% right. There would be so many times where – It'd be they'd be inside the red zone and it'd be first and ten and you would just be able to call three straight, run, four straight runs honestly because they'd probably go for it on fourth down. I really there'd be game, there'd be games when Will Levitz would come in where every single time he'd come in he would be running the ball mm-hmm. and every single time he'd come in I would say to myself, okay, he's ran the ball every single time, just set up that one slant pass and they would never do that and it's just it's concerning because you just. You know, to get to the next level, you have to do something a little different. Like, Mm -hmm. if you watch, you know, any of the top teams, yeah, they're running the same offense consistently, but there's always one or two new plays, or they're somehow getting a new player involved at least in one play. Like, they're doing something different. Right? Penn State doesn't like. It's just a, like ev- everything that I feel like you could sit here and critique like offensively is just I feel like the same stuff they've been critiquing every year at mm-hmm. the end of the season.
0: Yeah.
2: And I just – and I see so much of it in all of football. I just don't understand why teams are not taking any snaps off the line of scrimmage anymore. Oh, like yeah, Penn State no. doesn't take one under center. And it's just like if you can't have – f- a third and one fourth and one third and inches fourth and inches if you don't have a play that you can't confidently just go under go under your center and pick it up like that's scary to me right
0: yeah i mean honestly anytime
2: anytime i feel like that you know there's a big like big first down needs to be had the further you have that ball away from the first down marker is a bad thing
0: right exactly it's like
2: especially with some of these running backs we have like i don't know why you wouldn't want to you know, have them in an eye formation so that they're running forward mm-hmm. with a little momentum, as opposed to, you know, the run-pass option was you know worked a couple of years ago and works if you have the right people on the field. But right. you know, I really don't, I don't think Sean Clifford's the right run-pass option kind of quarterback.
0: Yeah, I was to say if you can't get a fourth and one, you you don't deserve to win the game. If you don't quarterback sneak, mm-hmm. if you like, if you don't even run, like I get that there's you know sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes but,
2: it's predictable and you don't yeah, want to do that,
0: yeah, light, but. I mean, back in the day, it's like, oh, hey, they're going to run the ball in fourth and one. So it kind of got to the point where it's like, hey, let's let's maybe mm-hmm. fake that run and then do a pop pass over the middle. But too many teams are getting to this this fourth and one and they're not they're not running the ball straight up the gut. Like you need
2: that or like they'll do like just a 50 50 jump ball to a receiver. And right. It's just like, why not try to give yourself like run some slants or try to, I don't know, get some space. Uh... Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I get like you want to be creative with it. Just throw somebody in motion, maybe on like a get under center the wide receiver motion so just to keep the defense on their their heels there where you know the jet sweep might be coming but just run the ball up the middle. That 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 slight motion just kind of you know takes the defense's eyes away from you know just thinking, oh, is it a quarterback sneak or is it going to be a handoff here? But yeah, we've gotten football in general has just gotten away from the quarterback sneak, which is I don't know why. I mean I I get you don't want to be as predictable, but at the same time you need one yard. If you you if you can't get it you don't deserve to win. So
2: no, I, 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 and especially like at Penn state, you know, not every game are they going to be in this boat, but like at Penn state, I would feel like more times than not their offensive line is going to be the bigger, you know, bigger than the defensive line they're facing with the exception of like some of the big 10 schools, like Ohio States and stuff. But right, like, right. I would think that their offensive line should be able to push around those defensive lines or you would hope. And, exactly. And even on the year like in like, and even in the years that they probably can, it's just, you know, I don't think I I don't know how many years it's been since honestly they've run a play from under center and it's yeah concerning cuz I think and then uh I think another disappointment we kind of already touched on was just like the beginning of the season like right after that Ohio State loss just uh, you could tell that the morale went away
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh like I could kind of like going into that Michigan game I didn't th- I didn't think there was honestly a way in the world that they would lose because Penn State doesn't lose to Michigan, you know they can right. amp themselves up to beat Michigan. Right? Or Penn State at the beginning of the year, playing for that national title, they lost it. You know? Exactly. Teams yeah. like Indiana and Maryland, like that's why. Like I feel like a lot of them, like they realized that the Penn States and you know the Wisconsins,
1: they were they were to be beaten this year, and exactly. they took advantage of it. And, yep. And then so that's why like it was you
2: know a little bummer that like they go out and. Aren't as amped to go play Maryland. They think, hey, maybe we can just show up and win and go get embarrassed. So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think it was kind of, you know, I think they kind of needed those a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit of wake up calls. So, yeah.
0: So with yeah. the, I was to say, with those wake up calls, um, I I would think that next year is definitely going to be, um, ten times better than you know this year's result. Are you thinking that uh, that they're going to be back next year? What, what's your overall prediction for for next year's next year's team?
2: um so I think it really it really I feel like comes down to the quarterback play and turnovers because like I think this season was so much different if they beat Indiana week one and I really don't think the Indiana game was about that play at the at the one yard line at the end it was about you know how miserably bad Sean Clifford looked you know throwing picks not hitting his receivers which you know does that correlate to not having a full off season to prepare Possibly whether or not it doesn't. At the end of the day, they just have to protect the football. I think right. if they do that a little better. They weren't going to beat Ohio State anyway, but they would have probably won a couple more games if they didn't lose turnover battles as mm. much. So I think they do that. They're going to be on a on a on a much better role. I think uh, you know they're going to have Noah cane back, so that'll be nice. I think you know everybody's just going to get a year older and a year bigger. So, but like I said, I'm really you know. The season was a disaster but mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that made it a disaster I don't think that they're I don't think that they're really true to hurt right I don't think they're not, I don't think they're college football playoff ready mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think they're I think they're still uh, still a ways away from that
0: all right so speaking about the college football playoff give me your top four teams from this year and who you would have put in the CFP this season.
2: So if it was up to me, I think uh, I would have Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Texas A&M. Okay. I think uh, probably Alabama, Clemson, you could probably flip flop one or two. Right. And uh, Ohio State, Texas A&M, you could probably flip flop them three and four. However, you'd want to do that there. Um, I, you know, I know leaving Notre Dame out probably leaves people with a lot of question marks. I just at the end of the day. They just have a lot of historically bad losses on the big stages that they play on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I get they beat Clemson already once this year without Trevor Lawrence. And then when Trevor Lawrence was on the field, he took care of business. And, you know, I I love the college football playoff system that we have. It's just kind of a bummer that we can't really get new matchups in Mm -hmm. the sense of, like, you can't really look at that like well, Clemson and Notre Dame just played, and Clemson just beat them in the conference championship. Like, let's not put them in. Right. So, in sake of I want to kind of see it a new matchup. That's why I had Texas A and M in there. But no, I was
0: gonna say then, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the counter argument. Uh, you had Ohio State in the top four. I was gonna say some people might say, well, they didn't play enough games. What's What's your answer to to that?
2: Yeah, so, and yeah, you're right, very hypocritical there. They didn't play enough games, and then also, even if you look at the Big Ten, the Big Ten had to kind of do some fishy things with role changes with, right. uh, with, with making sure that anybody that tested positive could only sit out for 17 days as opposed to 21, mm-hmm. so fishy stuff there that i'm not really a big fan of right but with that all being said all that got taken care of so uh they're good to go i mean i know they only played six games or eight games however many they would right, play right right yeah they just really really look good anytime they're on the field and you know i feel like if you're gonna look at you know any other any other team like notre dame mm-hmm. you know they they've already lost to clemson and they're still getting in so i think there's a lot of different things that people look at that in the end of the day if you really want to get the four best teams in there right ohio state has to be there they're just so athletic on both sides of the ball i mean it's i think there is really it's gonna be a really good matchup with them and clemson i think it's really really exciting to see them going at it again but uh i think uh I really think Ohio State has what it takes that they could beat Clemson this mm-hmm. year. Oh
0: no, yeah, definitely on paper I think Ohio State uh definitely a top 4 team in the nation. Um struggled in the game, you know, with Northwestern, Indiana, even had a bad second half against, you know, Penn State. Um but no, yeah, I see it was tough. I was talking with Sporty with this one. Um you know, they did some th- the committee did some things where they they just weren't consistent, you know. Uh no, yeah. si- since he doesn't play some games so they they get bumped back uh mm-hmm. ohio state state Which isn't put, their fault. Yeah, right their fault. and if you're gonna think indiana's only loss was to ohio state and they didn't make yep. a near six bowl so that, there's, yeah. there there's there's some inconsistencies there where i think they just wanted to you know ohio state has that that, that brand so i think that definitely 100 percent protected yeah, no, them they
2: definitely got the name as opposed to exactly you know Ohio State getting in over cincinnati 100% right of the time, ohio right. state draws cincinnati won't
0: yeah so um so do you think what what's your what's your championship prediction and then your overall champion?
2: Well, I think uh, as crazy as this is going to sound, um, I think Ohio State's going to beat Clemson. Okay. And I think I think Alabama's going to beat Notre Dame. Right. Uh, I think there's a question about that. Um, I think is what might happen is. Ohio State not playing all those games might actually be a little bit of an advantage to them. I think they're honestly just going to be a lot fresher Mm -hmm. that I think they're going to win it all this year.
0: Okay.
2: I mean, I I don't think maybe, like, you're not going to go wrong with either Alabama or Ohio State. They're both definitely the top premier programs in the country. Mm -hmm. I just think at the end of the day, Ohio State's just not as beat up. They're as good on both sides of the ball as right. any team in the top four. Then yeah. I think that might come to a little bit of their advantage there. Okay, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Ohio State might might take it all this year.
0: I mean, heck, who, who knows in, in in this college football year? I mean, I've heard obviously a lot of you know, exactly <laughs> and
2: everything and with because. I hate just always sitting here thinking like it's going to be Bama Clemson again. Right. And that Sam is going to win it again or that Clemson might win it again. So there's definitely that side of me that's like internally just rooting for something else to see. Right. But like also, you're 100% right. Like there's just the college football world's just been so crazy this year that, yeah, exactly. it could happen. Like, be wild and Notre Dame might upset Alabama.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what that one I mean? I personally think Bama's going to win by three touchdowns against Notre Dame, and I, I got Clemson beaten Ohio State by 10. But honestly, I, I do think, you know, Bama does beat, I think they, they get by Notre Dame pretty easily. But yeah, definitely got Clemson Ohio State game. wouldn't be too surprised if, uh, if it's, I think lot, it'll be, it's going I to think be, close. It'll
2: be close for a while. I think probably in late third quarter, one of the two is going to start pulling away. Right,
0: right, exactly. Yeah. So um, flipping the script now to the NFL, give me your Super Bowl prediction, and then. Give me one team who you think um, right now is is maybe considered a sleeper or there maybe a lower seed that you think could uh, go on a run in the, in the in the NFL playoffs.
2: Yeah, so I um, kind of did the same thing with uh, with this. I picked some teams that I didn't necessarily think would be the popular choices here. Right. My Super Bowl prediction, I went with the Bills and the Seahawks okay. just because uh, they're and. I even think the playoff sleeper kind of the Bills too. I really, I'm hot on the Bills this year. Okay. I really, I'm a big Josh Allen fan. I don't watch too too much NFL honestly, but the little bit that I have been like getting into, right. I just think Josh Allen's possibly the future up in Buffalo. I'm not saying that he's going to be like the next like Tom Brady type dynasty type right. thing, yeah. But I definitely think he is a great fit up there. I mm-hmm. think they've got a really good receiving core. And I think that they're going to make a really good run in the in the postseason here. Oh right. Um, so I think uh, I think them and the Seahawks. I mean, you can never go wrong with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I think him and Pete Carroll are a great combination. They're going to just find a way to win anyway, exactly. yeah. shape or form. Yeah. But I mean, I think the NFL this year is just really loaded. I think we're going to have a really good playoff schedule. Exactly. I huh? mean, the Saints are going to be a really good team. Green Bay is going to be tough to beat. Aaron Rodgers is playing about as well as he's ever played.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Then got
2: Mahomes and the Chiefs. So,
0: and I mean, I, I mean, there's
2: a lot. I think there's a lot of different, a lot of different circumstances that could lead to some different matchups. But oh, uh, exactly. To go with a goofy one, I'm going to go with the Bills and Seahawks.
0: Yeah, and I could definitely see. I mean, even though the Bills, they're going to probably end up being the two seed, even though they are a higher seed. I do think that you know a lot of people. Are still sleeping on them. I mean, I think if you maybe ask somebody, I think they have the Chiefs, Titans. You know, I mean, even the Ravens. I mean, they're Ravens could <laughs> e- easily be you know a top team in the AFC. I mean, even though Steelers are struggling, some people still might have the Steelers up there. But yeah, I think if uh, you know the Bills can definitely secure a playoff win or two, I think they can definitely start to you know get, get their get, get 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 some respect and some momentum. Um, you know, last year losing to the Texans in the first round didn't help their. Their overall, you know, brand and overall. Was, right, right, yeah. right. So, um, no, yeah, I definitely, definitely like the pick. So, um, could definitely see the Bills. Bills can hang with anybody. Um, and like you said, with Russell Wilson, can't can't ever bet against him. Even though you know at times they've looked sluggish, but overall I think Wilson he'll be ready to go. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, there is there's a lot of depth. Um, unfortunately, from the AFC side, we could potentially have a team. One team that goes 11-5 and five and missed the playoffs, which is... That now makes the playoffs, which is, yeah, which is, is bizarre. Which is unbelievable there. <laughs> so, um, but... Uh, do you think it'll be? I think
2: it'll be the Colts.
0: I mean, right now, since Rudolph's getting the start in Pittsburgh, I mean... Yeah, I I, I, I was originally going to say the Browns, but uh, I do think uh, the Colts are going to get... Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to go with the Dolphins, because the Bills are still playing for that two-seed, and to secure that, they have to beat the Dolphins, so... I'm gonna go ahead and say the Dolphins get uh, get out this year. So I, I I do think the Dolphins will finish ten and six and and they'll lose to Buffalo, but uh,
2: they need to really figure out. I feel like what they want to do with uh, Tulo and Fitz. Oh right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Go back and forth a little bit.
0: I mean, I mean, you know, all the teams in the playoff contention. I mean, they're they're definitely solid teams this year. So. Um,
2: Just makes for a good seat. Makes for like the good final push, which is always nice. Oh
0: right, exactly. It's nice
2: whenever you get to kind of like go back and forth and scoreboard watch. Yeah, definitely. As opposed to some years where it's just always locked and here are the winners.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, well, thanks for the breakdown of uh, Penn State football and you know college football in general, as well as the NFL playoff picture. Thanks for joining the pod, and uh, you know definitely have you back on. Sooner rather than later. So Chris, uh, pre- appreciate you hopping on here and and talking some shop. So
2: absolutely. Hopefully next time Penn State's uh, season's a little better.
0: Right, right. So uh, we'll uh, we'll catch up next time, Jeremy. Sounds good. So sounds
2: good. Appreciate
0: you guys. Yep. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
0: Thank you, Troy and Jeremy, for breaking down uh, your two favorite teams. Uh, thank you, Troy and Jeremy, for. Breaking down uh, the Bills and Nittany Lions. So sporty. um, Just looking at two important um, aspects, one from each conversation. Um, You know, with Troy, we said that uh, he, you know, he thinks the Bills can continually win the AFC East in the future. What are your thoughts about the Buffalo
3: Bills? Yeah, I think their uh, offense is uh, legit. You got Allen at quarterback, and you got uh, the uh, inside and outside weapon of. uh, Stephon Diggs, as you saw Monday night, the New England Patriots let uh, Stephon Diggs just control their defense. He was able to run any route possible, score at score at any point of the game, and their uh, defense uh, is legit too. They uh, made uh, Cam Newton throw some god awful passes, right? Yeah, and they sacked him a couple times. So yeah, I, I think uh, the Buffalo Bills are. Legit for
0: 2021. Right, yeah. I mean, I think they can definitely continue to win the East. you you got the struggling Jets. Again, like you said, the Patriots didn't look so hot. Um, Really, you know, I think the Patriots need to um, figure out their quarterback situation. I mean, I know they were missing a couple guys on the defensive side of the ball. But, uh, yeah, they really got to figure out, you know, who's going to be their quarterback for year 2021. Um, And then, you know, the Dolphins, they're they're playing some good football. Um, I don't think they're to the point where they can – you know, dominate the AFC East. So yeah, the Bills are sitting in sitting in a nice spot, and I think they can, you know, win the AFC East, um, you know, multiple times in, in the future here, with uh, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs uh, leading the way. To Jeremy's uh, conversation, he gave Penn State football um, a D minus as their overall grade for this season. What would you grade the Nittany Lions? I mean, you know, you know, Parsons sits out, um, no Journey Brown no no, Kane, uh, Friermuth gets injured. So, I mean, you know, they, they struggled early on, but they won their last four games. They look pretty impressive, uh, late in the season. So what, what would you give the Nittany Lions? I will give them a, C
3: plus, like, like you said, they started out slow in the last four games. Their offense came alive and their defense looked like, uh, their usual linebacker U. So right. I'll give them a C plus.
0: Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I'll give them right around C plus, um, you know, start off slow, finish strong. So I think that's a fair grade to give them at C+. Um, looking at our guest pickers, just want to, you know, give a couple shout-outs uh, to some people. Jake Plunkett, best record as our guest picker this season, 14-2. and two. Uh, Might as well just give, you know, the whole uh, breakdown of each guest picker. We had Jared Shope finish in second place with a record of 11-5. and five. Uh, Jake Horde, Steve Snowden, Tyler Burkheimer, all 10-6. and six. Ethan Blackie, Jared Kutz. Jimmy Luciano, Casey Sheets, all 9-7. Nick Scaramuzino coming in at 8-7-1. Dane Richardson and Jeremy Snyder coming in at 8-8. Hugo Smith, 5-9-2. And And then Kyle Good and Nick Hayden finished 5-11. So thanks uh, to those guys for um, making some picks and being our guest picker on the podcast. Uh, Between the guys here, Hadley had the best overall record picking games this week, whether it was, you know, straight-up picks or through the spread. His overall record was 132, 105, and 3. Right behind Hadley was myself with 131, 106, and 3. Trevor finished 125, 112, and 3. Schoper was at 122 wins, 115 losses, and we had three ties. And then Sporty, you came in right at 118, 119, and 3. So it was a pretty pretty solid year of picking football. Um, look forward to get back at it in year 2021. So sporty, couple headlines. I'm gonna give you. Um, I'll give you some questions. Give me your thoughts as to what will happen in year 2021. First of all, we'll look at uh, we'll look at the NBA. Do you think the Lakers will re- will repeat as champs, or do you like the field?
3: Uh, I I think the Lakers will repeat as the. Uh champions of the nba
0: yeah i'm gonna take the i'll take the lakers as well um i i, I think that james and, and davis are just gonna to be too much for teams to handle um what's one aspect of the lakers that you like that you think gives them an upper edge uh to the rest of the field
3: i got two uh caliber players in LeBron and lebron and anthony davis one can control the boards yeah, the other can score. Actually, they both can score. Right. They both yeah. can, actually, they both can get rebounds. Yeah. Uh, so they average 20, 30 points a game. So there's a- anywhere between 40 and 60 points just combined with them two. And exactly. The other three in the bench will, would probably get them somewhere around 40, 40, 50 points. So right. Yeah. 100 110 each game. And that usually wins a game between 100 and 110.
2: All right,
3: yeah, I mean, and I
0: think you know the addition of Montrezl Harrell and Dennis Schroder gives them an upper edge as well, um, and then you got Contavious Caldwell Pope, uh, shooting the three ball. So yeah, I, I definitely think they can make another run, and I think they can repeat as champs. All right, our next question: Will someone other than Alabama or Clemson win the CFP?
3: No, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen uh, with their coaching and the recruits, uh, Clemson and. And Bama, they're, they're top two in recruiting. And I would say they're top two in the head coaching. So I'm going to say now either Clemson or Bama will uh, win it.
0: I mean, yeah, I definitely think that's a that's a safe pick right now, you know, with Saban and Sweeney at the helm for both teams. Um, you know, you got DJ. I'm going to try to attempt to pronounce his last name. You know, you got him replacing – Trevor Lawrence, and in that game against Notre Dame, he looked pretty solid. So, I mean, they're not going to really miss a beat at quarterback. And like you said, both teams' recruiting is just is just too solid at this point. So, I mean, I, I would like to see some new teams get into the playoff, but for right now, I'll take the safe bet and say that Bama or Clemson, um, you know, after this season will win the College Football Playoff uh, the following season. Uh, for next season, Oklahoma, they look pretty impressive in their win against Florida. I know Florida wasn't playing with a bunch of uh, other players. A lot of guys opting out for the draft. But, hey, give credit to uh, Lincoln Riley, Spencer Rattler, and uh, those Oklahoma seniors. They look pretty impressive against Florida. Do you think OU can make the CFP next year?
3: Uh, I think they, they have a shot, too. Uh, I know the uh, sportscaster says they have a lot not returning next year. Uh, yeah, I think they can give uh, Clemson and Bama a run for their money in terms of getting into the college football championship.
0: Right, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, OU, they were one of my top four teams that I thought were going to make the playoff this year. Fortunately, they had two tough losses that uh, kept them out. They did ended up, finish, or they finished, uh, what, sixth in the final CFP rankings. So, I, I do like the Sooners. Next year to win the Big 12 and to get back uh, into the CFP. Um, for this year, we're gonna switch gears to college basketball. For this year, for this season, sporty Gonzaga, number one team in the nation right now. Do you see anybody stopping the Zags, or are they gonna roll right into the championship?
3: I think, uh, depending on what, what side of the bracket, I think uh, Wisconsin.
1: Can, yeah.
3: Can give them the run for the money. at much not sure. Uh, What's uh the bracket they're going to be on? But right, I think Wisconsin can can at least give them a game. I'm not sure about when, but
0: right, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, Wisconsin. I like two teams from the Big Ten, Wisconsin and Iowa. Definitely. I mean, I know Gonzaga beat Iowa earlier this year, um, but I I, I do think Luke uh Luke is that uh Luca Garza? Yes, yeah, he's a center. He he can definitely uh help out the Hawkeyes and Wisconsin. They just got a bunch of scores. Um, so yeah, one of those two teams I think can definitely uh, give Gonzaga a run for their money. Um, you know, Gonzaga, they, they, they've beaten Virginia. They beat, I believe they beat, uh, I believe they beat Kansas and they beat Iowa. So they've knocked off some, some pretty top notch programs. Um, I, I think where it, it's going to hurt them is going to be their conference. Uh, they're not going to play, you know, some quality teams until March. Um, but I don't think Gonzaga is going to take their foot off the, off the pedal. Um, but I do think once the tournament hits, you know, they might be a little bit sluggish. It might take them, you know, one or two games in, in into the tournament to get back to their, their normal groove. But, uh, but yeah, I, I do like Gonzaga, you know, like you said, depending on what side of the bracket they are put on, I do like them to, to go to the final based off of what I've seen, but yeah, don't, don't, uh, don't count out Iowa or Wisconsin. So we've already talked about the Patriots. Um, this is a, a huge headline probably for 2021. Do you think the uh, Patriots will miss the playoffs again in 2021?
3: No, I, I think they'll. I think they'll get a uh, quarterback. Possibly uh, Mac Jones in the draft, and uh, hopefully, I think he'll start next year if, if they can get him. Uh, I'm sure they'll pick up some receiver or running back. Right in the off season. So now I I think they'll be back in the playoffs. Yeah. I I definitely,
0: yeah. I mean, I definitely think they can, I'll agree with you there. I I think they can get back to the playoff. Um, But Hey, there's what, there's, uh, there's some pretty solid teams in in the AFC right now. You got Chiefs, Bills, Steelers, you know, they're all locks in the playoffs right now. You got the Titans, uh, the Dolphins, Browns, Colts. So, and, and Ravens. So, you know, all those teams are pretty solid. I think where it's going to come down to with the Patriots is, you know, can they beat the Dolphins? Can they sweep them? Um, Because that's going to be two huge games for them. Uh, You know, that'll help, that'll be crucial and and dictate whether or not they can make the playoffs. So, yeah, I agree that they'll pick up a a quarterback, either draft one or maybe a possible trade, um, and and they'll get things uh, figured out there up in New England. Um, So, last podcast, you you mentioned that uh, you had Alabama this year or today, beating um, Notre Dame, and you thought that Clemson was going to beat Ohio State. What are, what are your score predictions for today?
3: I'm going to change my prediction uh, with Clemson and Ohio State. I think Ohio State's going to pull the upset. All right.
0: So, so, yeah, I mean, last podcast, yeah, you did say that Clemson had a chance, depending on what uh, what Justin Fields showed up today. So so you're going to go with the, the Buckeyes. Yep. What, how, what do you think that score is going to be?
3: Uh, 34-31.
0: Okay. All right. A little little high scoring affair. And then Bama Notre Dame. Now a lot of people think it's going to be a rout. Uh, do you think the Irish can can hang with the the Crimson Tide?
3: No, I think uh, Bama will win 49-24. Okay.
0: I, I, that's a fair evaluation. Yeah, I like Bama to win. I'm gonna say forty two seventeen. I I do think they're gonna keep their starters in, um, well well into the game, and let them uh, play it all out. Uh, you know, midway through the fourth, I think they're gonna. You know, probably sit a couple guys, but uh, I do like them to get after it against the Irish today. And I like Clemson to win 38-21 today against the, the Buckeyes. I think it's going to be a close game early on. And then Clemson turns it up another notch in the second half. So, Sporty, from a fan standpoint, what are you looking forward to in 2021? It could be anything. It could be, um, you know, Michigan football. It, it, it could be whatever whatever you're looking forward to in, in, in the new year.
3: I'm looking for this uh, virus to hopefully, and uh, so all these sports teams and just in general life, life in general, to go back to normal. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to, like I said, Michigan football. They, you know, they fired uh, Don Brown, so who knows? They might be getting a couple of new assistants outside of Don Brown. Uh, excited for uh, who knows? Maybe a couple of transfers. Michigan could be getting the offseason. Not sure yet, but I know they. I know they're they're looking at a couple of transfers. One of them is a uh, Penn State lineman, Antonio Shelton. I know he's on the Michigan uh, radar. So, but uh, also I'm looking forward to the Steelers. Hopefully, they can uh, draft a running back and uh, a couple offensive linemen and D linemen in the offseason. So, also looking forward to. Uh, Playing more golf in the springtime. All right, that's that's a, that's fair. All right, um,
0: I'm looking forward to you know just fans being back at sporting games. I think that's you know that's a big, um, a big aspect of sports, and I, I think the players you know feed off the crowd's energy. So hope hopefully we can get back to um, being allowed to go to games. Um, from a fan standpoint, looking forward to. So what Kenny Pickett and the in the Panthers can do in year 2021. Um, they got a bunch of guys returning. Uh, they just got the number, well, as of right now, number 21 recruiting class. So hopefully they can, uh, you know, get it figured out. They got some, I mean, if the schedule stays, you know, the way it should be, they got Clemson, Miami, UNC all at home. They're going to have a, a tough game at Tennessee. So it's definitely going to be an interesting year and hopefully uh, things can get back to normal. And, uh, yeah, really, good, really excited for uh, CFP matchups tonight. And uh, we'll be back next podcast to break down the NFL playoff picture as well as the CFP title game.